You are listening to the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast, where we discuss how to find ultimate intimacy in your relationship. We believe that no matter how many years you've been married, you can achieve passion, romance, happiness, and ultimate intimacy at any stage of your life. Join us as we talk to not only marriage experts, but couples just like yourself and people who are just flat out fun. The Ultimate Intimacy Podcast is for couples who have a good relationship but want to make it even better. Hi, and welcome to the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast. We are your hosts, Amy and Nick, like always. Like always. Like always. Welcome to this episode. I think this is a really, really good conversation. I think this is going to be a good one. It's going to be a really good conversation. And it's already been a really good conversation on social media. We're going to continue. It's blowing up. It's blowing up. We're going to continue the conversation. And hopefully you'll write us and let us know what you thought. Of this yeah, this might be a little bit controversial. This might be. But this, that's our job, going, right? This subject is probably happening in your marriage or has. Absolutely. And a portion of you are going to say, you know what? I'm going to try this. And another portion of you are going to say, I'm not doing this. Yep. And that's okay. We are just here to offer our thoughts of why this can be good and share feedback of what other people are dealing with in their relationship. And again, Amy and I... Uh, based upon a video we did, so we did, so I guess we'll jump in. The title of this podcast is, Are Emotional and Sexual Intimacy Games Being Played in Your Marriage? Okay, before you destroy the word games, I think, okay. We all play games. We do. We're humans, and it's not like they're intentional. It's not like I'm like, oh, Nick, I'm going to play a game with you today. I just think that because we are wired so differently... I think in marriage, and this is our whole topic, is, well, he hasn't really been that romantic today, so I'm not really in the mood tonight. I'm, I'm just going to make him wait another day or another couple days. Or I'm just going to wait till he starts doing his, his side of things that he knows he should be doing. He's providing me what I want. And then I will reciprocate. Like, I, you can call it whatever you want. It's kind of a game. It and is. I think we kind of all play it, um, us included. And the scary thing with playing that, and I think we've all played these games, all of you are smiling and shaking your heads. We as men and women have both played that game. So I know for Amy and I in our relationship, when I'm just like, man, she just like is not wanting to be intimate and this and that. Well, then I'm just not going to give her her emotional intimacy. And I don't do that intentionally. It's Actually, not like you're I... the opposite. You're like, well, I'm just going to go romance the heck out of her today. And then I bet she'll give it to me. Well, I don't do it intentionally, but I guess what I'm saying is for men, typically if their wife is not providing the physical intimacy that they feel they need, then the man is going to turn off the emotional intimacy. And again, it's not maybe for a lot of men, it isn't done intentionally. It's just as like, well, if she's not doing this for me, I'm not going to do this for her. And then it just creates a bigger wedge in the relationship. Because as humans, we are selfish creatures. By nature, we just are. And so we both kind of tend to want our needs taken care of before we give back someone else's needs. Yeah. 
That's just kind of how it plays. Now, if you have an amazing, amazing personality where you're like, I'm just gonna give, 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 give all the time and expect nothing in return, that's awesome, but you're a few, one of a few, mm -hmm. right? Because we both tend to have needs and wants and sometimes that communication gap can get bigger or smaller. And I think that's the whole point. For sure. So we've been doing a lot of videos on uh, Instagram and TikTok and some of the videos we absolutely get destroyed in, which is totally okay. Uh, we're not going to change our beliefs or our thoughts yep. or opinions um, based upon people not agreeing because there are a lot of people that don't agree with certain things and everyone has different okay. things that work for their marriage or different things that don't, obviously. But... In this video, I did a video that was titled, The Reasons Why Your Wife Doesn't Want to Have Sex With You. And I talked to the men. And here are the reasons that I, I identified in the video. Obviously, not all the reasons. This was part one. But... And we're, well, we're sharing this video to bring you into the, why we're doing it on this topic. Because we got some comments that were like, wow, like that just clicked with us. Mm-hmm. The comments, like we love comments because we get to hear so many different personalities, so many different types of couples, cut to people, Their feelings, experiences. experiences. And so like sometimes even our perspectives on certain things are changed. Like we're like, wow, I've never even actually thought of that. So that's why we're sharing what this video was first. Yep. So the reasons why your wife doesn't want to have sex with you, man. And number one is trust issues. Obviously, if there are trust issues um, in the relationship, um, the last thing your wife's going to want to do is make love to you, right? Um, unresolved conflict. Some people have great makeup sex. Uh, we are not one of those couples. Um, we just, if there's conflict in our relationship, we... We fix the conflict. <laughs> we try to fix the conflict first, right? But some couples, they have great makeup sex. But unresolved conflict, number two. Number three... Um, not taking care of your wife's emotional needs. Now, this is where we're going to hit on in a minute. <laughs> yeah, this is the one we're going to hit on and all the comments we're getting. Uh, number four, stress and anxiety, obviously. Number five, financial issues. If there's financial issues, there's causing more stress and anxiety. And number six, reason that your wife doesn't want to have sex with you is maybe you're being selfish in the bedroom. We know that uh, that's not a... Uh, Hopefully not a lot of men, but some men are just selfish, only thinking about themselves, and it just feels like um, the wives feel that. So Hold on. I'm going to add to that really quick. <laughs> Take care of your wife. Make it feel amazing for her. She's going to want it. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Right. And sometimes right. you just need a little help, like meaning a toy or something, right? Yeah, sometimes you do. So... But by far and large, the number one reason, and and again, we're talking about most of the couples out there that have pretty healthy relationships. Obviously, we understand there's going to be some stress and anxiety and things like that. But couples still tend to work through those things um, and still have and still know how important uh, connecting is. But by and far, the number one thing is not taking care of your wife's emotional needs. We can't tell you how many comments that we hear is, my husband's not taking care of my emotional needs. Why in the world would I take care of his needs? Oh, thousands of them. When I told women to stop treating sexual intimacy like a chore, oh, Destroyed. that's all it was. It was like, well, my needs, my needs to meet, my, let me say this, my needs need to be met first. 
Like, really? And that's what we're going to hit really? on. Really? <laughs> Your needs are more important than his needs? Like, where did this ever... Okay. Now think think about this in your relationship. Maybe it's not happening now, but maybe there is a time. Think about this. I bet most of us have experienced this, right? Okay. Where things aren't clicking on all cylinders. Um, we're not having the yep. sexual intimacy we we desire. And I bet a lot of you have heard your wife say, well, you're not taking care of my emotional needs. Or if they aren't saying that, that's probably what they're feeling. Well, and, and emotional needs is different to every person. Correct. Right? I mean, we're not just saying you didn't romance me enough or, or you compliment talk to me, me enough or talk to me enough or put your phone down enough or help with the dishes. Like, whatever the needs are, they all kind of, we're kind of saying they all fall into this category right now. For sure. So, uh, we, had a, we had a comment in one of our videos and I, Amy and I both, like, are this thing's, this, this comment is spot on and we could do a whole podcast episode on this. Mm-hmm. And so... This is what a husband stated in one of the comments in the videos that we had. He said, a man's emotional needs are linked to his wife making love to him, which she won't do unless her emotional needs are met first. Thus, the man becomes responsible for his and his wife's emotional needs. And we, <laughs> we were like, that is, that is true. But that's how so many husbands feel. Like, we talk to so many people. Like, it's so accurate. And that's not fair. Wives, that's not fair. So now a man has to take care of both emotional needs. uh, You know, basically meet both emotional needs, right? Well, if you step... Well, if you step back and you're like... If you really, like, wives, really humble yourself and say, Okay, I'm not going to go make love to my husband unless I get this, 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 and this. Or if our emotional intimacy is clear up here on the scale or our romance and passion is up here on the scale. Maybe if you started in the connecting area of making love, all those things would go up higher on the scale. You're exactly right because it is true. And he says this right on. He says a man's emotional needs are linked to his wife making love to him. Or in other words, a man's emotional needs are linked to the sexual intimacy. So, and all you men listening out there, most of you know exactly what we're talking about. Absolutely. Everyone does too. If you're in a relationship with your spouse and she's never wanting to be sexually intimate, you, whether subconsciously or consciously, you are not going to be as good at providing those emotional needs. You're just not because... If your emotional needs and your wife's emotional needs are both based upon making love, that sexual intimacy, and that's not happening, then the wife's emotional needs aren't going to be met and and even your emotional needs, right? Right. They go hand in hand. They go hand in hand. They go hand in hand. We were created like that. Like, they really do. So wives, well, I'm going to let Amy say that. Well, I'll say this. So wives, if you're withholding sexual intimacy because you feel that your emotional needs aren't being met, try initiating and making love to your husband a couple times. Give it a couple weeks with no expectations and just see what happens. And I will bet you for most of the relationships out there, if, if there's good sexual intimacy in the relationship, the husband is going to feel loved and he is going to meet your emotional needs as well. I totally agree with that. Now, 
I'm going to add, when we say games being played in your marriage, when it, what we're saying is like finding this balance. And so you all kind of probably understand what we're saying when we say the word games, right? Because but this happens. We all have our days where like, he didn't give me what I needed. I'm not in the mood tonight. We've all done that. Or vice versa. She hasn't physically touched me in days. My, I'm I just going to ignore I'm kind of just don't want to give the emotional needs right now. I just don't. The, and, and this can go vice versa. Please understand that it can be opposite in your marriage. We get that. But, right? But the reason why this is so important, and don't downplay the importance of this. Think about this. The reason why this is so important is how quickly can it kind of just divide you mm-hmm. as a couple? Mm-hmm. I mean, really, think about it. Like, you go a couple days and the husband's upset because his... You know, she doesn't want to be physically intimate. She keeps rejecting him. She keeps rejecting him. Exactly. In and not super nice ways. So he's not he's he's not real happy and like why am I gonna take care of her emotional well, he's needs? He's feeling very undesired, unappreciated, because we know from talking with tons of people and taking polls that most husbands um love language is physical touch. And we understand that physical touch and sexual intimacy is different. But we also asked, okay, husbands, the ones that have physical touch as their main love language, is sexual intimacy a part of that? Mm -hmm. And most of those ones said yes. We understand that they're different. My point is, is that for most husbands... This is very, very important, and this is how they feel loved. Yeah, (laughs) This is how they feel loved. When you reject them... They are thinking, you don't desire me, you don't want me and crave me, you don't, maybe you don't love me like you used to. Because when you first got married, it was probably amazing, and you were probably wanting to make love all the time. And then as it slowly dies down, that is sometimes he takes that as, you don't love me as much, maybe. No question. Uh, And and if you don't believe me, just go ask your husband. Sex is the way a man feels loved, and it's the way a man gives love. That's the way he wants to give love. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And whether right or wrong, that's just the way it is. That's the way God created us. That's the way we are made. And it works. It does work when when both people are being unselfish. So this is where the game begins, is when you're like, I'm not giving him what he needs until he gives me what I need. Well, men are pretty... Well, hold on, though. But men are pretty... Husbands are usually... I just want sexual intimacy. I just want you to connect with me. I want you to want to make love to me. And I'll do anything Where women for it. are like, I need this or this or this or maybe this or this. I think we are a little more complicated. You can disagree with me, but I do feel like women are a little more complicated. And emotional can mean a lot of different things. So this is where it's important. You have to tell your husband, tell him, communicate to him what it is you need. So it's so it's so true. So why do you think? I mean. In doing all the videos we do, we get tons of comments, and you can see that women, for whatever reason, just are probably more so use it as a game or a weapon, right? Like, in the comments we see, it's the women are just like, well, I'm going to withhold it from him, or I'm going to do this, and they, why do you think that is? Because we see a ton of comments. We do get a lot of comments from husbands saying, my wife always uses sex as a weapon. Now... And we get the women saying that they use sex as a weapon. They actually do admit it. And that can be a form of abuse. 
Yeah, so it's not <laughs> That's just... It's not okay to play this... What the, when we say games, we're, it, we're saying it's not okay to play games. Like, it's not healthy. And even... <laughs> And even healthy couples Still play games. Well, we're we're guilty. We're everyone's guilty of this. Like there, like I just said, there are still days when it's like I just don't feel like I'm getting my needs met. I don't really feel like giving him his needs, and that's normal. But the entire point of this whole episode is, if you can humble yourself and say, you know what? What if I gave my spouse his needs or her needs first? What if I actually prioritize my spouse? Like for, for me, there's nights, like the other night, this is too much info. First night of PMS, I am just like not feeling good at all, okay? We're all adults. Every woman has gone through this. I did not feel good. So Nick, like it had been several days and I know that he needs that connection. I know that in our marriage, like every so often, we need that sexual connection. And it's not just about having sex. It's about actually connecting. It's been a busy week. We just haven't really touched each other. We haven't really made that time to be intimate. It does something to your marriage when you're missing that. So instead of him saying, I need this, I need this, or anything, and instead of me being like, don't touch me tonight, don't touch me tonight, he just wanted to give me a nice foot rub. Now I'm saying, wives, like, sometimes, and there's definitely plenty of times where you're like, not tonight, I'm gonna deny you in a respectful way. You know, can you give me a couple days or I'm not feeling good, that's always fine, that's always fine. But sometimes if we can change our mindset to, you know, he really has needs and I really have needs, how do we find that, that mutual balance? And sometimes sexual intimacy can actually help pain or headaches or stress. Sometimes instead of coming up with excuses and just going for it and it satisfies both of our needs. That's what I'm trying to say. Sorry, it took a while. <laughs> well, and I was I was just going to say too, so I gave Amy a massage for like probably an hour. It was an hour right? long. Like after that, I was like, I feel so good. I and will I do honestly, whatever you want. <laughs> well, and I honestly was not expecting anything because I knew that she was um, not, feeling good, yeah. not feeling good, right? But I could tell like three quarters of the way through the massage, like she was really... I was getting in the mood because it felt so good because everything in my brain was changed because he was serving me in such a selfless way. And then all of a sudden, it wasn't like it wasn't like I need to give something back. It was like, wow, I can't believe he really wanted to make me feel good for an entire hour. What can I do that would make him feel good? Well, and that's she, what marriage is about. Yeah, and she made a statement during the massage. She's like, oh man, I could probably have one with. You even touch, you know what I mean? Like, your I would call it orgasmic massage because that's how good of a massage it was. Like, it literally, I needed that at that time. Like, just it, it was such a selfless act of love that it felt well, I and, don't know. And for most men, most men are physical touch, so even just the act of me being able to touch my wife just as, the giving, a, yeah. as a massage, even just the giving in a way helped fulfill, like, I guess, my physical touch mm-hmm. needs, right? Just being able to touch her and feel her and be close to her and things like that. But mm-hmm. I want to get back to what Amy said. So a lot of us, you know, we tend to use these or play these games that divide us further, further, and further apart, almost like some magnets that are turned around that are absolutely rejecting each other, mm-hmm. right? And it's very hard at that point to, to get close with those magnets because... Mm-hmm. There's just that opposition in that. In that, um, versus what Amy said is, 
if we can approach it a different way and and look, this is going to take, like I said, some of you are going to say, yeah, I'm going to try this. And other you're going to say, no way, I'm not doing this. And that whatever you choose is totally up to you. But if you can turn it around and say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to be proactive. Uh, maybe I'm going to initiate with my husband. Try it for a couple times and just give it a chance and see if his what he gives to you in the emotional way changes. Because I can tell you that for most of you, it is probably going to change. Your emotional needs are probably going to be met. You're going to connect a lot better as a couple emotionally, uh, physically. It's just going to be a, a totally different experience in a good way. Okay, so I love that. I want to read this comment that we got because I love the, the statement that it makes. Um, we had a guy respond and say, Everything, I feel like, starts with us, the men. But women these days have a very hard time with one word, and that word is reciprocation. Until wives understand when their men begin to do these things, they must immediately begin to reciprocate. Not, well, let's see how long this lasts before he gets any from me, or if he's still like this tomorrow, maybe I'll get him some crumbs or leftovers. Women play games holding things over their heads and use especially sex sometimes as a weapon. And then they wonder why men can be so mad or act like wounded animals. Don't wonder. Okay, I know I, I know that's coming from a husband that was probably pretty, like, upset. That he, I don't know what's going on. But I liked what he said about reciprocation. That's what marriage is about. Giving to each other. When, when one is giving to the other one first, the other one automatically wants to give back because that's how, we're, that's how we are. And so I love the word reciprocation. And he said they, they should immediately begin to reciprocate because if one person just keeps giving and giving and giving and giving in the marriage and the other one's just rejection, rejection, whatever that is, it doesn't even have to be sexual intimacy. Rejection for any sort over and over is going to affect someone negatively well we have a lot of comments from people that are like um i we ended up getting divorced because i just couldn't continuously give and not and feel give, like and give and give anything in return and i think i think for a lot of women and i hope i don't get destroyed for this but i think for a lot of women they just hear that oh my husband just wants to have sex my husband just wants to have sex and they don't they think it's just about sex and if you're a woman and thinks it's just about sex for your husband, then you you need you need to understand or talk to him or talk to him because if you treat it that way, you're going to have some difficulties in your marriage. You just are because it, it's time and time again we see so many men that are just get to the point where they're like, okay, my wife's not she doesn't care about my feelings. Again, sex is the way a man gives love and a way a man feels loved and whether you agree with it or not that's just 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 the way a man feels right okay i've got to add to that though because you're you're pointing fingers at the women right now and now i'm going to point it back to the man if she thinks that you just want sex and it's not an emotional connection kind of sexual intimacy it's just sex if she thinks that and she believes that you're doing something wrong i agree because you're not making it amazing intimacy and connecting 
like it should be. I agree. And that the takes, women want romance. They want the romantic, intimate sex. And you have to give them that if you expect that. So, here's where we're coming back to. The chicken, the egg thing, right? Do, do couples just wait for each other to provide what they each other needs? And if they do that, in talking about what, what the gentleman set up first, if they do that, it it's probably not going to be good. It's probably right. going to continue to grow further apart as a couple. So rather than waiting, what we're saying is be proactive. Correct. See what happens. And that and that's for both spouses, right? And this is this is one more comment that goes right along with what you're saying. Um, this is from someone that says, this is totally true and couples need to be responsible for each other's emotional needs. The issue I see is that a man's emotional needs are very much linked to his wife making love to him. You said that already, yeah, right? But this is a different guy, yeah. Yes, which which she won't do unless her needs are met first. Thus, the man always becomes responsible for his own and his wife's needs. And this will repeatedly fail. That's what we're saying is this game will fail when the wife is always waiting for the man to start it. Or to keep the emotional intimacy going. Or the first, I don't know how you, how you say it, the first play, like... Women, we have the responsibility too to sometimes initiate and give the men what they need first, and it's not always about us. Yeah, that's pretty straightforward. <laughs> I think marriage is about being unselfish, and if if you're not unselfish, your marriage is going to be affected by it. Absolutely. And so, I mean, it always comes down to communication. It always. I was just gonna say that. Always comes down to communication. If and the, you if can't this, withhold. You if, have to communicate. Yeah, if this is a source of contention, you know, the other thing is just to communicate about it. But I really, again, I really believe, and I am not at all trying to... Um, yeah, you are. How do I say I'm being very, <laughs> very careful what I'm trying to say because I don't want to get destroyed. We all know. I'm it's just very saying... very important to you, but what we're trying to say is very most important to most men. Being sexually intimate, I'm just going to say it for you, is how most men feel loved. Yeah. And they want you to want to make love to them. But again. Not do it out of. Yeah, guilt. Guilt and yeah. But again, I'm going back to the women. Instead of waiting for those needs to be met, I am just saying, give it a try. You have absolutely nothing to lose. Give it a try be proactive and say, you know what? I'm going to connect with my husband intimately and I'm going to do this a couple times. I'm going to initiate and I can almost promise you for the most of you, your emotional needs are going to start being met. And I'm going to add to that. Um, when I said, don't treat it like a chore or, and I also did another video that was about initiating. Yeah. And so many women say, why should I initiate when I'm not in the mood? I shouldn't have to do anything when I'm not in the mood. That is the entire purpose of foreplay. Get in the mood. To Talk get, to your to spouse. Get in the mood. And foreplay is the best part. So if you're not in the I mood, get, you can still initiate without being in the mood. That's what gets you in the mood. I get so tired of comments coming back with the women saying, you're just saying that basically rape. Like, um, oh my God. That if I'm having sex and I'm not in the mood, no, that's not what we're saying at all. You should never have sexual intimacy if you don't want to. 
But that is the whole purpose of foreplay. <laughs> like, for both spouses. Like, if you're... That's why couples have foreplay. Is they say, you know what? I'm not in the mood, but here are things that can get me in the mood. Nick puts me in the mood twice a week. He puts like, me in the mood. He gets me in the mood. Because I'm never in the mood. I don't have a good... It's not easy for me to initiate. It doesn't come natural because I'm not in the mood already. But you can get your spouse in the mood be. And it's wonderful. And that's okay. There's nothing totally wrong with that. So instead of just saying, oh, always using the excuse you're not in the mood, talk about it as a couple as to the things that can get you in the mood. Say, say, honey, here's what I need from you to put me in the mood. Could you just use that really fun toy that we just got at Ultimate Intimacy for like 20 seconds and get me in the mood? That yeah. works good. Give me a massage or send me text. Do like have that communication. Like yeah, you I know, tell your spouse what you need. I know that Amy is not a physical touch person. She's not. I'm so sorry. in I'm our sorry. marriage, we've had this conversation, and I know there's certain things that are potentially going to put her in the mood, and certain things that won't. Right. Right. So I have to do the things as long as she's agreeable. I do the things that can potentially put her in the mood, and, and one of those had to talk about them. And one of those things is a massage. Right. So. Yep. I give her a massage. If she's in the mood, great. If she's not, then she says thanks for the massage. And There's not very many nights that I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go to bed. Because usually I'm like, that was really giving of him. I'm going to give back. That's literally like, if you really, really want an amazing marriage, you have to be like, I, I want to give be Well, you should want to give before. But especially, I want to give back. You have to reciprocate. That's the key word. Well, and I want to kind of... Kind of inject this as well that I think, and we can't downplay this of the importance of this as well. But so much is our attitude. Like if you if you have an attitude like, well, I'm not going to do this if she's not doing this, or I'm not going to do this if he's not doing this. You're automatically having that attitude and going into things negatively, right? Absolutely. So if all you did was change your attitude and your perception about things and said, you know what? Um, I'm going to change my attitude about this and I'm going to try to do this and try to be a lot more positive. I I know I've brought this up before, but there I can't tell you how many countless times we've heard stories of wives that didn't want sexual intimacy and they did some things to change their attitude towards like sex. That. And now they're the ones that are always wanting sexual intimacy and their husbands are the lower spouse or low, lower desire spouse. And it really all happened because of a change in mindset. If if you have a positive attitude and a positive things, you're going to look at things positively. You're going to look at things good. If you have a negative attitude about things in life and things in general, you're going to look at everything through a negative lens. So even just you know changing your attitude, talking about this, um, changing your attitude about sexual intimacy in your marriage and saying, you know what, this can be a great thing to really bring me and my spouse closer together. And it's also going to help with these areas, you know, the emotional mm-hmm. intimacy and things like that. And and see if it works. Because again, getting back to that a man's um, emotional is tied to the sexual. Absolutely. Absolutely. And communication is everything. It's everything. Yeah. Everything. Yep. And you I think... To, you have to be having those conversations. And... And when we say games, like, don't let this be a game in your marriage. Don't let it. And it doesn't have to be. If you can find an awesome balance where you're just constantly wanting to give to each other, 
That is where you find true ultimate intimacy. Well, and I want to read one more thing from some of our notes, but most women want an emotional connection before they'll give the physical connection with their husband. But most men want the sexual connection before they feel safe enough for the emotional vulnerability and connection with their spouse. And so if you look at the way men and women are, in a lot of ways, we're different. The men need the sexual before they are going to feel vulnerable enough to get emotion, get the emotional with their, their mm-hmm. spouse and be vulnerable. And the women need the emotional. So you think, how in the world can something come together in a good way if we're built differently? And again, that's where couples just really need to be proactive and talk about these things because... What an amazing thing when, when I guess your marriage is kind of firing on all, on all cylinders and you're both in a good place and you're both giving and receiving and, and have the good emotional intimacy and the good sexual intimacy, like nothing's better. It's true. When you find that balance, that is, you have hit the jackpot. And it's tough to keep that balance, it right? Because it's really balance. easy to have it's easy to the fall selfish back into things the game. come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Anything else? No. I, I We would love to hear your comments on what you think about this because this is a really tricky balance and a lot of people have a lot to say. So you can follow us on social media at Ultimate Intimacy app. You can find some of our um, videos that are on this topic and comment. You can just email us at Ultimate Intimacy app. I just wanted to end with saying that the key to everything we've talked about is communication. And it's a hard, hard topic for a lot of marriages. We've had so many couples say, we just can't talk about this. Like, it's so hard. It starts fights. We conflict. Like, I just, I, the needs and the wants and the, just the whole balance itself is so hard. And that's why we created our sexual intimacy marriage workbook. And it literally is a must have for couples that want better sexual intimacy because it's over 65 pages and we talk about communicating about sexual intimacy, barriers to sexual intimacy, dealing with different sex drives, understanding the different desire styles, getting in the mood, all the benefits. It is literally like a workbook where in every single subject, over 20 different subjects in this subject are questions to talk about and discuss with your spouse, set goals together, find out so much deep stuff about each other that is hard to bring up in a conversation. So we literally wrote this entire thing for couples mm-hmm. to take this topic and make it easier for you. So, um, and we talk all about this course. If you go back to episode 87, um, what's in it, why we made it, and hopefully the benefits of it. And I don't think there's any other marriage course out there like this. Honestly. I haven't found one. And this is why like literally created it for this exact topic because we, even in our own marriage, it took us years to try and figure out this balance. It's hard. It is. It's hard. And it takes a lot of discussion and sometimes a lot of conflict to really find that balance. And we don't want we don't want it to have to be a conflict thing. So Yeah, and finally wrapping this up, you know, if you're if you're a couple feeling like, oh, this is just the personality of my husband or the personality of my wife, and this is why we are having these conflicts or issues when it comes to sexual intimacy or these games are being played. Um That's not the case. I think this happens in most marriages at different Mm -hmm. levels, Mm -hmm. different periods of time. So if you're thinking the grass is always greener, um, it's not. This is, I think this is something that's extremely common that most couples, 
have to deal with at different times in their marriages. Or but, all the time. <laughs> or, all, or all the time. For, that sounds like a lot of couples. And so to think that that's going to change, maybe, you know, we hear couples say, well, I'm just divorcing and I'll, I'll uh, find someone else. To think this this topic is going to change. <laughs> or be better somewhere else. Or be better somewhere else. It's not because we've just identified the differences between men and women in general and what men's needs are and what women's needs are in as far as the emotional physical connection of how they're backwards almost um it's not what you need to do is figure out how to make this work in your relationship and again if if you can do that you're going to find amazing ultimate intimacy in your relationship and that's what we're all striving for so so yeah so check out if you do need help go check out our um, sexual intimacy communication workbook in our shop shop.ultimateintimacy.com and until next time sayonara